All right, we're going to crosstalk with Black and Abdallah coming up here shortly. We're at the Combine for another half hour having a uh, blast. We've been here for the last couple of days, and uh, we're waiting to see what the Bears will do with Justin Fields. Caleb Williams spoke today. We've been playing you sound from there uh, today as well. And uh, you can grab anything that you may have missed during the uh, White Sox-Cubs game on our podcast on the ESPN Chicago app or on YouTube. Um, We've been on the entire show, uh, at least on our YouTube channel, which is ESPN Chicago, and also on Twitch, and we were on our app as well during the game. So we have been on, even though we had baseball on ESPN 1000 and ESPN Chicago, while we were uh, getting ready for the show, we were able to catch up with Jim Miller um, from Sirius XM, former Bears quarterback, of course, and uh, a guy who does preseason games for the Bears. You hear him also on Bears Weekly with Joniak and Thayer, and we caught up and talked quarterbacking with him. All right, let's bring him in. The former Bears quarterback right now does uh, great work for Sirius XM as well. And he's also got a Super Bowl ring with the uh, New England Patriots. Jim Miller joining us here in person at the NFL Combine. I don't know the last time that we've talked to you in person, though. We've talked to you a couple on the weeks phone. ago. We talked, yeah. yeah, yeah, but not in person. I know it's, it's been great a while. to see you. Yeah, it's good to see you guys. Always a pleasure to catch up with you guys. How much do you enjoy the combine? Uh, no, well, I, I do. I, I love it. It ends up being a long week. They're long days. You know, yeah. we get here early in the morning to listen to all the interviews and interview guys, and then our show is not till later, so it ends up being a, a long day. And then, of course, you're burning the midnight oil. You know, talking to guys and catching up with with guys in the league that you know, and it's it's all good though. It's good. Waddle always tells his uh, combine memories of he was sick and he didn't run well. What are your combine memories? Uh, well, for me, it was about the medical. We'll probably get into that about Caleb uh, Williams. I had a couple separated shoulders in in college and things like that, but. Uh, I was mad because uh, Heath Schuler didn't uh, throw and Trent Dilfer didn't throw, and they were in my group, and it was so it was me and Gus Ferrat, and so Gus Ferrat and I got to got to throw, and you know I was happy with how I threw, but I was mad that those guys weren't in my group because I wanted to, everybody to see apples to apples. Did you have to run? Did you guys do run? I, the we did everything. Yeah, you did. I was just you know. Bench press, too? Did Every, you have to do the we bench? We did not have to do bench press. Good. Uh, so, you know, that wasn't important for, for quarterbacks. Plus, you didn't want to be sore the next right. day uh, for throwing. But, you know, to me, you do everything. You want all 32 teams to like you. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't refrain from doing anything. And, you know, I, I just don't think that's a good move by Caleb Williams to do what he's doing right now. Yeah, I, w- I was just going to ask you, yeah. what, what do you make of what you've seen and heard from Caleb? Yeah. Well, I think... Uh, all the glowing talk about Chicago, I think that's manufactured. Mm-hmm. Sears Tower and love deep dish pizza. <laughs> that just seemed pretty, you know, marketed uh, to me. But, you know, everybody doesn't deny the talent. You know, I think we know he's a very talented young man. And like I said, I, w- I just, for him, you know, because I know he doesn't have an agent, but he certainly has a team that's working with him, uh, that I, I think it's a bad move. I would market myself to all 32 teams because. You know, you never know what's going to happen in this league. I'll give you a case in point. So Bill Belichick wanted to draft Mike Vrabel. Said, hey, we won't have a shot to draft you. You know, we know the Steelers are probably going to take you, but who knows the next time around. That way at least every team's got a file on you. You know, and they can always add to that to that file. And I think in for, for my case, you know, I, I had talked to Bill Polian, and Bill Polian said, man, we whenever you became a free agent, we always tried to sign you, but I was always trying to get 
to the fastest play on place on the field. And so it never worked out in Indianapolis, but he said that anywhere you went, they always tried to, to sign me because they had the file on me. They liked me coming out in, in the draft, and so I think that's a good thing. And Plus, I think we all know the way things are now, coaches move, GMs move, and they're going to remember those interviews because they've got it in a file of what you said, what you were about, and that's their first impression. And you just, uh, to me, you just don't want to ever, you know, you know, lose any bridges that you've already crossed right. that could be available later. Do you think that Caleb Williams is doing this because of the reports that he doesn't want to play in Chicago and he's overcompensating and showing people that hey, I'm cool with Chicago, I like Chicago. Then he's trying too hard to show people that. Um, I, I don't know what his thinking is. I didn't talk to him. He did interview over at our set, uh, but I didn't hear that interview uh, yet. But I, that would just—I'm just giving you what my approach w- would be. So I think we know somebody's going to take him. Obviously, just my perspective is I just don't think you'd want to. Li- to me, you'd want all 32 teams to like you and want you because at some point that could happen. You know, here we're talking today about Justin Fields, who's not even going into his fourth year that he could potentially be moving on. All those teams have a file on him, mm-hmm. whether it's Atlanta, whether it's Pittsburgh. All these teams that he's been rumored to potentially get traded to, they all have a file. There's a reason why some will want him, and obviously his his play is a, a part of it too. But, you know, to me, I just think you'd never want to limit yourself. Jim, what do you expect the Bears to do with the first overall selection and with Justin, and what would you do if you were making the decision? Well, like, I th- my stance hasn't changed. I, I think... You know, when you go into the Kentucky Derby, I'd like to have two horses in the race. You know, and uh, goes back to what we talked about with Drew Brees, and this has been done before. You know, they drafted Philip Rivers. He sat. Drew Brees played so well, they put the franchise tag on him, and then unfortunately hurt his shoulder, and that's when Rivers was able to step in there. And even Ryan Poles has a good background in this because they had Alex Smith. Granted, he's an elder statesman quarterback, but they still traded up from 28 to 10 to get to Patrick Mahomes. They were good with Alex Smith. Hey, we're going to take care of you. You're our quarterback. Sit for a year. Let the young buck marinate, and he did, and now look what he is. You know, so, and I, I still think there's a lot of uh, information, you know, that's that's going to come out, you know, about these young players and how they interview and all those things, and guys are going to be jockeying back and forth because I can tell you this, that Jaden Daniels from LSU is gaining a lot of steam. What do you think the Bears will do? Uh, I think they're going to draft a quarterback. And, and do you I, think they'll move on from Justin as I, well? I would keep Justin. Right. I'm not, I can't say that that's what the Bears are going to do, but that's what I would personally okay. do. Because I think, like we've discussed, there's nothing not to like about Justin. You know, he's he's athletic. He's big. He's strong. Uh, he's all those things. His teammates love him. He works hard. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, and but it's got to be better. It's got to be more consistent. I think everybody knows that, and I think Justin knows that as well. And you can be direct for him to do that. You can still draft a quarterback, develop him, go forward with Justin. How people say it's not going to work in the locker room, I just I just don't get that because it's already happened before. So in that scenario, if you would draft Caleb Williams and Justin stays and Caleb Williams outplays Justin in, in training camp, who plays? Then potentially, if that's the case, then potentially you could trade Justin. You know, you still have the trade deadline. You know, if there's offers are there now, then there'll be offers there later. You, even though that people will have their quarterback situation set? What do you mean? The things always change. Justin is an upgrade to a lot of teams at quarterback. 
I think we know that. He would be an upgrade for a lot of teams that are hurting for the quarterbacks. So there's always going to be uh, interest out there. Like, for, for so you would, you would say to keep him, and then, like, there could be an injury, and then you would trade him in season. Yeah, that could, that's always an option. I think that's an option. I think we've seen that happen before. Didn't Trey Lance lose the job out of training camp, and then they traded him to Dallas? Yeah, for a fourth. Yeah, that was trade-by-trade deadline. What do you think they'll do with the— Because he lost the job. Yeah. What do you think they'll do with the ninth overall pick? Uh, Well, certainly those receivers look very—you know, I think that offensive line is very strong. That could be a good tackle population there. Um, And even some of the interior offensive line— think you got pass rushers that would be available there but the the receivers intrigue me especially neighbors from lsu yeah yeah and they've got a lot of money to spend in free agency as well the bears yeah. so they've got a lot of options at, at this point do you think this is a season where if if ryan poles makes some quality decisions that they can really take a leap forward yeah i do i think they added a lot last year especially how they finished they had a lot of young players these last two years They've logged a lot of snaps, you know, whether it's Brisker or, or uh, Gordon. You know, you look how well Tyreek Stevenson played last year, and, and even Jervon Dexter, who's a, a young defensive tackle who's emerging. They probably still need a, a three technique, a dominator, and there's some of those in in this draft that I think they're going to look at because I think that's one of the missing pieces on defense. And plus, safety population probably isn't as good in this draft, but if you look, I think there was another safety just released today. There's a boatload of safeties out there. I think Byard was, yeah, was Kevin it Byard. Kevin Byard, Kevin Byard was but look, Adrian Phillips got released. Uh, Jamal Adams obviously has an injury history. He was just released. Obviously, uh, Eddie Jackson being released. I believe Tracy Walker just got released. But there's, if you go look at the free agent safeties right now, there's guys 25, 26, 27 that are coming into their prime that are better than the safeties coming out in this draft. Back to the offense. What do you make of the hiring of Shane Waldron and the style that he'll bring to Chicago? Yeah, I think he's he's been involved in both. Obviously, that, that system right now, schematically gives teams a lot of problems. You know, and it goes back to Kyle Shanahan's dad, Mike Shanahan. It's the same system. Oh, by the way, that draft, they traded up to get RG3, and they still drafted Kirk Cousins, I believe, in the fourth or fifth round. Yeah. Because he fit that system. They knew he would fit that system. And so I think that system schematically gives teams a lot of problems. It's probably the hottest system. That's why you see this tree, whether it's Shane Waldron going from the Rams to Seattle or Liam Cohen going from the Rams to Kentucky back to the Rams. Now he's the OC down there in Tampa. And Dave Canellis getting the head job uh, in uh, Carolina. That system is very uh, quarterback-friendly that you can implement pretty quickly. Yeah. Uh, so I've got to go back to Caleb Williams while we're on the offense because you mentioned the medicals. Yeah. So what do you – you don't like his approach with the the, the way he's uh, talking about Chicago. Do, are you critical of the way he's handling the medicals? Yeah. Well, for me, I just know for me, I'm not critical. He can do whatever he wants, obviously. But I just, I know personally I would not limit myself to just six teams or seven teams that are interested in the quarterback. I'd want all teams to like me because. So so you, so you were talking about not just the conversation about Chicago, but you're talking about you would do the medicals for all teams yeah. to see. That's what yeah. you were talking I, about with I would the file. Th- I would throw. I would do everything. Okay. Because so, it's not going to hurt you. Cam Newton came here, and I went down on the field just to watch him throw. That guy couldn't hit boat if he <laughs> fell out of the water. He or hit water right, if he right, fell out right, of the boat. Right. I mean, it was that bad. But you could see his size, his athleticism, you know, just his fluidity as, as an athlete. And he threw terrible. He went number one overall. Yeah. And everybody knew he was going to go number one overall. 
Um, and then as a quarterback, the center position is a, a huge need. I feel like they they botched that this year. It was yeah. one of the few things they botched as a guy who played the quarterback position for so long like you did. How important is it that they get it right? And what would be your preference? Would you want to draft someone uh, maybe in the second, third round of this draft? Or would you prefer them sign a free agent? It depends. I think if you have a young quarterback, you'd probably want a veteran center. If you have... Uh, you know, vice versa, you know, it, you can go with a young center. You know, you see uh, who would be it'd be the Rams. Obviously, you got a veteran quarterback in, in Matthew Stafford, and they went with a, a young Shelton, you know, who's actually a free agent right now. Go look at the center population. There's actually a lot of centers out there on the free agent market. Brian Allen just got released. Lloyd uh, Cushenberry just got released. There's uh, Mason Cole just got released by the Pittsburgh Steelers. So there's a ton of veteran centers that are out there right now. But this draft is a very good center draft. There's a lot of good guys in here. Bo Lemming is a is a good one. Powers Johnson out there for Oregon is a very uh, that's good a good center, center name too. Yeah. Power is in Powers yeah. Johnson yeah, a good is. center name. And he was good down in Mobile, and he went down there hurt. He played hurt. He had a bad hamstring. He played only two days. Gave it his all. It didn't hurt him. It, he's still going to go high. As a, as a quarterback as well, I mean, we always talk about the importance and the value for your tackles, and I get it. But also keeping the the pocket secure in the middle. Of, yeah. I mean, how important is that? How how were you more bothered? Was it well, from the for, edge or from for me? Because I was more of a pocket guy. The edges never bothered me because right. you know you're just going to step up. But if you get that push in your face, that's where it can become uh, problematic. You know, and where size of a quarterback matters and all those things. So think of of Drew Brees when he was in New Orleans. They always had Jari Evans, big stout guards, right. so that he could always just step up and still be able to see down the field. So, But if you're more of a pocket guy, you probably want it sturdier up the middle. Would you be bothered? Are you bothered by Caleb Williams' height? No, no. I, I think no. I think he'll be fine. Yeah. I think all the, the probably five quarterbacks will go in the first round. Um, you know, obviously the medical on Penix. I really like Penix. I like how he played uh, down at the the Senior Bowl. He can really get the ball out of his hand. But I think when now when you see college football infiltrating uh, the NFL and all these guys can move, you know, I, I don't think it's their size is as biggest concern as what it was. Now, if they're small and frail, like right. I I did not like Bryce Young how s- small frail wise he was. You know, to me, that, that would bother me, and I, I preferred C.J. Uh, Stroud over him just because he's a big, sturdier guy and how he threw. I mean, he was flawless with his motion. Here he played so well as his rookie yeah. rookie year. But the size, you know, I just want to be able to be durable. And I think Caleb, Caleb Williams is a durable guy. You know, some people have concerns about Daniels, but they look at Daniels from LSU a lot like Lamar Jackson for – for the Baltimore Ravens because he was skinny coming out. But if you look at Lamar Jackson today, he's 215. He's yeah. a two-time NFL MVP. He has developed, and I think a lot of people see that in uh, Jaden Daniels from, from LSU. Drake May is a big, strong guy. All of these guys can move, and they're pretty sturdy, all the guys that will probably go in the first round, other than the medical on Pennix. Yeah. As we let you go, are you watching the uh, Patriots documentary on Apple? I have not seen it yet, you, but, I, you but have I'm going to watch it. Yeah. It's good. It's uh, really good. Yeah. Bill's great. Yeah, it's it's such a great story, and it, it kind of reminds you of things we may have forgotten over the course of time. Yeah. Well, like I said about Mike Vrabel, so think about this. Bill Belichick, they wanted to draft Mike Vrabel out of Ohio State when he came out of Ohio State. He said, we know you're going to be gone. We'll never have a shot at you. 
but just know the next time around we we will get you and they got him because they had his file they did the the deep dive on him and and sure enough, Bill got him. And my, I and think my, he is. He's I, in the Hall of Fame it, of the Patriots. Yeah, I, and I, my favorite stat about Vrabel is I think he has ten touchdown yeah. catches. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. I mean, yeah. like Bill uses guys in ways that no one else would ever figure. Yeah, they, they didn't see what he saw in him and how he utilized yeah. him. And that was the same with uh, Willie McGinnis, how he used Willie. Because I remember because we played Willie. He was on USC, and we played them when I was at Michigan State in the Sun Bowl. I think it was. And just how versatile he was, and Bill saw that in him even when he was at USC. And But he keeps files like that, and a lot of teams do. And, again, the way coaches move and GMs and scouts for different teams, hey, man, we interviewed that guy. We need to bring this guy in and talk yeah. to him again. Awesome. Think about signing him. And, Jim Miller, keep up the great work. We appreciate your time. Thanks right, you yeah, so you much. Be Always well, man. Great to see you. Enjoy that deep dish. Yes. <laughs> There he is, uh, former Bears quarterback Jim Miller uh, does great work. Uh, you hear him on Bears Weekly a lot. You see him and hear him on Sirius XM. It's a test of speed, a display of agility, a show of strength. It's the Waddle and Sylvie Show live from Indianapolis and the NFL Combine. And this is ESPN Chicago, the new home of the Bears. Before we wrap up our combine coverage, we want to personally thank our Chicagoland Toyota dealers for getting us here in style in the brand new Toyota Sequoia and uh, for partnering with us on the outstanding trip. They are the official vehicle of the National Football League, and it is awesome to be here for the first time in the history of the Waddle and Sylvie show. Let's come back t- next year. Yeah, what a time to do it. You know, I hope they're drafting way lower in the draft next year. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, I hope they're drafting 32nd. Unless they make a trade and the team they trade with sucks next year, and then, but I don't know right. how that would happen. How about, how about they draft 32nd? That's good. Oh, yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, this is a good, the timing is perfect for the first time ever to be here. Uh, to be here when they have the first and the ninth overall pick. Good times. So thank you to Toyota and your local Chicagoland Toyota dealers. We'll hit the road here shortly. Let's bring in Black and Abdallah right now. What's up, boys? Uh, Listen, guys. See, Eastern Time, 723 Eastern Time. Are you yes, guys sir. the last one standing on Radio Row? There's one other uh, oh, duo. Right. Yes. Uh, one okay. other show. Vegas, hey, what, what's yes. it? Vegas? Vegas, baby. All Listen, right. If, Love, it. Uh, Love it. I think if Kevin Warren... Uh, plays his cards right you guys might not have to go very far for the combine in about six or seven years yes yeah maybe i mean think about it would the nfl rather have the combine every year and this is i mean this is not a shot in indianapolis my in-laws live there it's a great like, town you know it's, a, it's awesome it's you a great town but like take a shot would you rather have it in chicago or would yes. you rather have it in indianapolis in chicago okay you're like, home for a uh, a super bowl every eight years too not only would we get one we may get more than one, regardless of what our good friend Mike Wilbon says. I'm just well, saying. Wilbon's just going to go sit out on the lakefront by himself, stare at the, the picturesque uh, He's going to be skyline. the guy. You know the meme of the guy <laughs> sitting at the table yeah. where it says, convince me? Like yeah. It's going to be like, there should only be one Super Bowl in Chicago. Mm. Convince me otherwise. Yeah. He doesn't think there should be any. 
Right. He's, he just wants to sit at the old stadium. He's going to be there by himself. Yeah. yeah. I we'll, do we'll think... all be in a domed stadium enjoying our football, our Final Four, and our Super Bowl. Yes. I do think Vegas will be added to the rotation regularly. Yes. Oh, for like, sure. Totally. That's going to be a thing. Vegas, New Orleans. Like, everybody says, everybody says, like, Vegas was great, Vegas was great, but, like, New Orleans is the spot. Yeah. We were told by somebody, too, that the, the football people will be upset because, like, the word is is they want to move this to L.A., Yeah, uh, you know, with the, the NFL uh, network headquarters there, that the football people will be upset when they move it out of Indy because they have this thing down to a science and everything sure. is so close. And That's the main distance. point, Sylvia, is that everything is so close. Like, I feel yes. like you could rep- somewhat replicate that in Chicago where you have all of the testing and, like, all the, you know, the running and the jumping and all that kind of stuff at the stadium and then the convention center, if they do do it in the south lot, you've got all that space, you know, where you could have all the media and all that kind of stuff. Plus, like, there's not only two restaurants to get into. Yeah, yeah. Abdallah, it's really cool. So, um, you know, a lot of these hotels are attached Mm -hmm. via these skyways to the convention center. And so the JW Marriott is right across the way from the convention center. And so you, you, you're just hanging out at like this JW Marriott Starbucks. Mm-hmm. And then like a head coach will just pass you up, you know, like, oh, yeah. Hey, here's the coach, Mike McDaniel, you know? Yeah. And, and here's, uh, someone else. The, the general manager of the Denver Broncos just passed me. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, great. it's It's pretty cool. Did you guys get to go into the stadium? I uh, no, we did not. I did not get a chance to see it. Okay, next time. from the outside though, Adam, I, it's glorious. Are next we, time, are, are we leaving already? No, that was wrong. Oh, I knew. I, I was you wondering. Guys, you I, guys can stay all night if you guys want to no. join us for Black. Yeah, we got all calls welcome. We got a song of the night. We got good question. Tyler, you want to stay? And you guys if, stay. There is the. We do have to have the good question debate of whether or not Waddle's good questions will count. Yeah, the emperor of the station ruled on on this one. So. Who's the emperor? It's your game. <laughs> Who do you think? Who do you think would rule over our own game? Yeah. Danny. Yes. There you go. <sighs> yes. And I, I, only, I, I only say emperor because I'm in a Dune fix. Uh, <laughs> so I watched Dune last night. Probably going to see it at some point this weekend. So that's why I said emperor. I'm not taking a shot. I don't want Danny to think I'm coming after him. Oh, wow. Uh, I, I, I think it was Rafi who, uh, Raphael who, who weighed in who said that is it a coincidence with jim harbaugh here that there was collusion between waddle and and robert mays hmm. you'd have to give a rat's ass before collusion that, would be part that's of what all oh, cheaters don't say play it off like that's you're what all cheaters cool. say. Yeah, cool. come on you're the champ four-time champ four-time you, 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 listen you guys just accused me of cheating and i'm I telling didn't. you no 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 i didn't either i'm just telling the you the program did not accuse yeah. you of cheating okay it was coming from within the house. We are just the judges. We are the, we are, we are, uh, what was that movie with Sylvester Stallone? He's the judge, the jury, and the executioner. Judge Dredd. Judge, judge Dredd, Dredd, thank yeah. you. We're Judge, judge right, Dredd over right here. Judge Dredd. Right I know it is, but I always get that confused with Demolition Man. See, like, here's the thing, Waddle. I, yeah. I could go down the road of believing that you're not trying to cheat, but what happened, the scandal of uh, 18, 
that rocked the Black and Abdallah show where Which Jesse Rogers and David Kaplan teamed oh, up yeah. to try and get Cap the title. That was just uncalled I'm for. Offended. I'm it offended. It was inappropriate. Now, and, now I'm offended. And what they were trying to pull off was just a scandal of all scandals. Yeah. And if you notice, I, you know, because I've gotten rich Jesse. based on, on the cash prize that exists <laughs> well, for the, the, uh, it's the competition. It's pride, isn't it? It's pride. It's all about pride, man. If you listen I don't, to Jesse obviously now, I don't have any. I don't have any if I'm cheating for something <laughs> that doesn't have a cash prize. We trained it out of Jesse. Jesse doesn't give yeah, him out. He doesn't, he doesn't say a good question as much anymore. Yeah, he's not a good question merchant like he used to be. <laughs> good question merchant. I love that. So, like, you've made him aware, so yeah, now yes. he doesn't just yeah. lean on that crush. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because that's what it that's is, and question. that's, that's you know, like, uh, behind the scenes, like, that's where the gimmick, the, the bit came from is because uh, questions were being asked that are not great questions. <laughs> and people, I'm not saying one specific person, but people don't know what to say to answer right. the question. So they say that's a great question to pause and to think and to about think. what they want to say. And then we're like, wouldn't it be funny if we just strung together all of those good questions and just... We just start doing it. Speaking of Jim Harbaugh, are you guys done with me? Is all right if I go? <laughs> you guys done with me? What? What are you what? putting on? You're pulling you a Jodiac. 30, you got 30 more seconds. seconds. Jodiac's yeah. like, all right, I've been on for an hour. Am I done? Yeah. Can Am I, I done? leave? <laughs> Tyler, you, you don't look like you're having fun. What's Ty, the deal, Tyler? He kept <laughs> accusing Tyler of being asleep. Yeah, I, I heard. Jody, yeah. By the way, Waddle, Waddle's been pooping shroom cocktail sauce all oh. day. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you guys just wait. Tyler's going to be on the Miami staff in, in a couple of weeks here. He's going to put in his uh, his two weeks. He's going to turn in his headphones and his badge. And, he's going to uh, be he's, standing on the sidelines with, yeah, with Mike McDaniel. With he's going to be he's going to be on the sidelines. It's going to be great. Oh, that's awesome. Are you leaving? Are you leaving us? No, I'm not leaving. Uh, thank you uh, to Tyler Aki. You did great Bye work guys. here the last couple of Have days. Have a good tri- uh, trip Bye back, guys. guys. Thanks Drive to Steinhoffels for bringing us uh, crosstalk each and every day Stop here. at the Triple X on the way back. What is the Triple X? Is that an adult store? No, no, no. It's a di- It was on Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. It's, it's, like, uh, it's a food place. I think you're trying to... Triple X. I swear to God. Yeah, you get some pancakes and an inflatable doll. You want us to go... I'm not kidding. Look it up. They're supposed to have a great burger. I'm telling you, it was on Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. Get your cake iced. You guys need to go. Waddle's done. We've had enough on the air today. Thank you guys for listening Are today. we just on the stream? Are we still? Kepbo and Charlie back at the shop. Thank you guys. For Waddle, I'm Sylvie. It's ESPN 1000. Have yourself a great weekend.